Chavtet Tishrei Tafshin Pei. Hey, coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York, I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network.
for the live concert album called Poogie's Last Performance, which of course it never is. It's never their last performance, no matter how, th- how many times they say it is. That was, of course, Yo-Ya. And it is uh, great to open things up with uh, one, of the, uh, one of our audience favorites, one of our listener favorites. And it's great to be back after... Uh, what seems to be it it seemed like there was a whole month of holidays i just it's it's it it just was so long but now we're back to the routine our friend Allison Joseph posted one of the sharper comments that i liked um right after yom kippur she said we're now in that space of time where it just doesn't pay to screw back the light bulb in the refrigerator so I hope you've made it all through. We've missed uh, a couple of weeks because of because uh, uh, of the Chag. I hope you had a nice Chag, and uh, we're already at Rosh Chodesh Mar Cheshvan tonight, tomorrow, and so forth, and the next day. Um, time passes by. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to this week's edition of the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten, and we are here. Each and every Monday, immediately following JM in the AM at 9 AM Easter time, and usually at 4 PM Israel time. Today it's 3 PM Israel time because there's a six-hour difference until uh, the United States catches up, changes the clock. This coming Monday Shabbat, blah blah blah. And next week it will be back to 4 PM Israel time. And around the world, wherever you are, whatever time it is, yes, as we like to say, that is the time that we're on. Write it down so you don't forget. But if you do, you can always listen on demand. And uh, if you're listening, whether it's on demand or live, you can tell your friends to do the same. Big, big craziness in Israel. Just insanity ensues. And um, it seems like as the threat the the real threat to Israel in the north grows the more it grows the more the Israeli politicians just play around like like there's no tomorrow and it all comes down to the fact that Prime Minister Netanyahu is waiting to hear if his indictment will stand or not and over this weekend, a, a plethora of leaks from the Department of Justice in Israel, probably from the Department of Justice in Israel, a plethora of leaks um, that attempt to make uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu look bad because they feel that their case against Netanyahu is getting weaker and weaker all the time. 
And the big news over the weekend was the transcripts, more transcripts, but it's not just transcripts. It's actual recording of Prime Minister Netanyahu meeting with Yediora Chonot publisher Noni Moses. They met six times, five of those six times, Prime Minister Netanyahu surreptitiously recorded the meeting without our known Noni Moses knowing about it, the publisher of Yediora Chonot. So we'll do um, part one today to give you the background of what is going on. We'll also remind you what we said about this very story. On January the 16th, listen, 2017, almost three years ago, when the first leaks just came out, but they weren't as sensational as these. We've been ahead of the curve, ahead of the game. We'll do all that coming up soon. Musical interlude, or or maybe it's a verbal interlude that we're doing now. I don't know. Ariel Zilba with Bismchat Tetzayun. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Ariel Zilber with Bissimchat Tzayun. 
Um, those who are following news in Israel might be aware of the fact that uh, there were searches taking place throughout the night for um, a missing soldier, Eliezer Ashkenazi. Um, actually, he's been he was missing since yesterday morning. Um, many uh, Facebook posts and news reports and so forth. Uh, earlier today, his uh, earlier I mean like a few hours ago, um, his body was found. Sadly, he is uh, no longer with us. It's not clear what happened, um, but it seems that it may not be a terrorist attack. It, um, from what I'm picking up, it probably was not. But we'll know more details as time goes by. This was just released like uh, 10 minutes ago that the body was found um as they say, without life in it. Uh, earlier today, they announced that they found him and that people should understand that they don't have to worry about searching for him, but they they obviously have to con- contact the family and so forth. Okay, so I'm going to give you a rundown of this story that has uh, really... Uh, what can I say? It's It's turning Israel upside down. But it's not a new story. This is uh, the original Tik Alpayim, the the, the uh, police docket number two thousand. That's the word docket number. There you go. See, I don't have a law degree. I always say I don't have a law degree, but I have a law and order degree. Docket number two thousand. So I'm going to give you the background in the form of a timeline of what is alleged to uh, to have happened. We'll see how far we get. We'll interrupt, interrupt, quote-unquote, with some music and so forth. So, Yediot Achronot, most of you are familiar with this uh, newspaper, major newspaper in Israel. It's a family business. It's owned and operated by the Moses family. If you want to look it up, the spelling is M-O-Z-E-S or M-O-Z-E-S. Until like about the year 2000, Yudyot Achronot was a money-making machine. That's what it was. It was a news media and a publishing empire. It beat out all the other papers, dominated the media so much that the newspaper was declared a monopoly by Israeli trade regulators, which is, if you think about that, one family dominates the newspaper industry. It it would be said that, one could say that the New York Times, although there are other papers, has one family, at least until a certain point, dominating the newspaper industry in America. Well, Yidiot suffered major setback number one, we'll say, in around 2000. And that setback was called the Internet. And like every other newspaper in the world, Yidiot's circulation just takes a dramatic dive. Less newspaper sales, less profits. They 
they try to counter with an active and very popular website called Ynet. Ynet, that's yo.il. But uh, as you know, internet income can never make up for lost uh, profits of hard copy sales. Then, seven years later, 2007, Yidiot suffers another hit. A rival newspaper opens up targeting directly the same audience. It's called Yisrael Hayom. It's funded by an American billionaire, Sheldon Adelson, a tremendous philanthropist, by the way, hugely rich supporter of Prime Minister Netanyahu. And the goal of Yisrael Hayom and the goal of Sheldon Adelson, who's put up the money to start it, was to be a counterforce to the mainstream media in Israel, especially to Yidir Achronot. And here's the clincher. Yisrael Hayom put out a very good newspaper. It rivaled Yidir Achronot. And it was given out for free. That's like one of those offers you just can't refuse. And so rapidly, Yidiot is no longer the number one newspaper in Israel. Yisrael Hayom is. You can just pick it up, take it home. You don't got to pay. The Moses family is losing hundreds of thousands of shekel. The um, head of the family at this time, currently, is Arnon Moses, known as to everybody as Noni. Noni Moses heads up the family empire, and he sees that it's collapsing, and he's desperate. He's got to find a way to get rid of, or at least weaken, this new competition, Yisrael Ayom, in any way he can. So how does he how does he go about doing it? Well, one way is to do your best to make the other guy look bad. So if that's a newspaper that was established for one purpose, that is to um, give Prime Minister Netanyahu positive coverage, says Noni Moses to himself, well, then Yerachonot's going to give Netanyahu terrible coverage. Maybe if we get bad enough, he'll come and want to make some sort of a deal. What kind of a deal could they make? For example, Yisrael Hayom could agree not to put out a weekend paper. The weekend paper is like the Sunday New York Times. The most popular paper of the week, big, full of op-eds and magazines and special stories and so forth. Many different ways that you can do it. So that's one way. He attacks Bibi. Does everything he can to skew the public's view against the Prime Minister, against the Likud, and so forth. At the same time, he comes up with an ingenious plan. He has tremendous power through the newspaper. And he still has that power in Israeli public opinion, and he'll use it to convince, quote-unquote, some politicians, listen to this, to pass a law in the Knesset that would make it illegal 
to give out free newspapers. <laughs> that's 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 a stretch. It it would be illegal to give out free newspapers. You would think that is so silly that nobody would take it seriously. Um, but political politics has its own life. Nothing, nothing is that, nothing is out of bounds. No scandal will surprise you anymore. We're going to take a musical break and we'll continue. Um, back in, uh, where's my notes here? Here we go. Back in August, um, when Devir Sorek Hashem Yikom Damo, the 19-year-old, murdered just before Shoshana, as he was walking to his yeshiva near Efrat and Tekoa, we played for you, it was August 19th, we played for you the last voice mail message that Devere left before he was murdered. And he left it to a friend of his. We played it to you then. If you want to look back in the archives, you can. You'll hear the whole thing. We explained it and so forth. So what does he do in that voicemail message? He tells his friend, remember back in high school, I composed that silly tune for Uvechein Sadikim for the Rosh Hashanah liturgy, he said, now before Rosh Hashanah, I, I, I remember it, so you know what, I, I'm going to play it for you now, and he plays a, a little bit, uh, a minute or two, accompanying himself on the guitar, and to the best of everybody's knowledge, that was the last time his voice was heard. And we played the song to you, the song that he recorded well, somebody picked up on that, a great Israeli recording artist by the name of Ovadia Hamama, who put out the famous Anabakoach, who composed and, and released the famous Anabakoach and a lot of other stuff. He heard it and decided that he would take that song, composed by Devir Sarek, and uh, he would put it to proper music and arrangements and add a little bit to it and incorporate into this recording pieces of that voicemail. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play you a little piece, a few seconds, of the voicemail that we um, that we played in August. And you'll hear Devere saying that, you know, this silly song, Ma'afan, you know, it's like this silly song, um, not worth anything that I composed. And then it'll flow into Ovadi Hamama's Uvachin Sadikim, you'll hear and again, at the, as the song begins, you will hear the incorporated voice of Devere from the voice message, from the voicemail that he left. And later on in the song, it's in the background as well. I hope you'll be able to pick that up. So here is uh, first Devere Sorek, Hashem Yikom Damo, and Ovad Yechamama Uvachen Sadikim. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Uvchin Sadiqia on Giram Afnazat. 
שעדיין אני אוהב אותה כי זה נוסטלגיה. אז תשמע קטע. שלוש, ארבע,
נראה לי שם זה היה שהמצאתי את השיר ובכן צדיקי, המנגינה המאפנה הזאת, שעדיין אני אוהב אותה כי זה נוסטלגיה, אז תשמע קטע. say it is so moving in memory of the composer 19 year old Virsura Kashemikum Demo who knows how many more medallies, melodies he would have composed and brought out to the world from his sweet sweet heart and now Lahavdil we go back to this story which we'll call uh, today part one of DACA 2000 and the leaks of the recordings meetings between Prime Minister Netanyahu secret meetings between Prime Minister Netanyahu and um, newspaper mogul Yediora Chronot publisher Noni Moses that were recorded without Moses's knowledge by Prime Minister Netanyahu back in uh, 2014. So, as we said, Moses has this idea, the publisher of Yidiot, sales are plummeting because of this newspaper, Israel Hayom, that's being given out for free. He has this idea that will pa- the, to pass along the Knesset, I mean, you really got to be a little... I don't know what. Corrupt? Not a little. You've got to be a lot corrupt to think that you can get a law passed in the Knesset to get rid of your um, competition. Well, at one point in uh, around 2014 or beginning of 2014, a member of Knesset by the name of Eitan Kabel, who is now no longer a member of the Knesset, he was a member of the Labour Party, very well known, been in politics for a very long time, comes, without knowing any of this, comes to Noni Moses and complains that he's getting bad press. And it's not right. It's not fair. Why should I get such bad press, as no, uh, says uh, Knesset member Eitan Kabel? And 
Noni Moses says to him, uh, presumably because this was not recorded, Noni Moses said to him, you know what? You want you want good press? I'll give you as much good press as you want. Get this law passed. And so, Eitan Kabel begins the process introducing a law in the Knesset that will make it illegal to give out free newspapers. It was called the Israel Hayom Law, and it came to the Knesset for an initial vote on November 12, 2014, and in this initial vote it passed 43 to 23. Now, in Israel, this is, there's still a long way to go before it would become law. There's two more Knesset votes and so forth. But can you imagine the level of corruption? Shutting down free speech, literally. Using Yidiyotah Chonot as a weapon to blackmail politicians. By the way, by the way, Eitan Kabel, he wasn't indicted for anything. He's not accused of anything. He's getting away with the whole thing. Prime Minister Netanyahu, on the other hand, is being indicted. Well, some wanted to say that he was getting he should be indicted for bribery because he led on well, we're we're, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. So what we now know what we now know is that Noni Moses simultaneously while this law is being worked through the process of the Knesset, tries to make a deal with Prime Minister Netanyahu to curtail Yisrael Hayom's impact on Yidiot Achonot's bottom line. For example, to convince the publisher, Sheldon Adelson, of Yisrael Hayom not to put out a weekend edition. And he's trying to convince Netanyahu to support the passage of Yisrael Hayom law and what he tells Prime Minister Netanyahu is, I will give you such good press, you, you won't know what hit you. You could be Prime Minister for life if you get this law passed. We're running out of time, so this will be part one. In part two, we'll read to you some of the dialogue from the recordings that were leaked, obviously by the prosecutors, to make Netanyahu look bad. I think it makes Noni Moses look even worse. The upshot of it is that they are trying to indict Prime Minister Netanyahu for bribery And the quid pro quo was that they pass a law that is worth hundreds and mil- hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of shkalim to the Moses family. And what does Prime Minister Netanyahu get in return? Not money, positive press coverage. Nowhere in the entire world is such a thing accepted 
that bribery quid pro quo for a politician could be positive press coverage. And Israel, the prosecutor, not the attorney general, one of the prosecutors, admits that this would be a new category that has never happened before, and he's going to try it out on the Prime Minister of Israel. This is why many say it's falling apart. The entire case against Netanyahu is slowly falling apart. If if Eitan Kabel isn't, isn't indicted, why are you only going after Prime Minister Netanyahu? Something's wrong with the whole system, right? Okay. I'm going to end off with Smach Beni by Yonatan Razel. Before we do that, we say thank you for listening. Thanks for all your Facebook, Facebook likes and comments. Thanks to the staff of the Nachum Siegel Network. And my very special thanks, as always, to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, Yoni Pollock with after further review, covering the latest in the world of sports. Oh, there's a Texas team in the World Series, I hear. And then <laughs> Novak Now with Jake Novak and... The great Monday Music Marathon follows that until next Monday, immediately following Jamie and Dame. This is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race. Smach <laughs> No, 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 no.